0: Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, January 15th. S&P futures are trading down about 10 points. That's about 28 basis points. Nasdaq futures are down about 17 points. That's about 13 basis points. European indices are off about 30 basis points. You're generally seeing underperformance in cyclical value groups with the exception of banks, which are outperforming, although just mildly, they're up about 25 basis points. Asia generally ended in the red. Um, There was mild outperformance in Hong Kong and mainland China. Um, So very quiet morning, uh, very quiet night in terms of major news. Obviously, the Biden stimulus proposal is dominating most of the um, wire services. So Biden is going to be pursuing a two-track stimulus um, policy. With a rescue stimulus program, which he unveiled last night, worth about $1.9 trillion. He will be unveiling a recovery stimulus proposal um, sometime in February that could be worth uh, another $1.9 to $2 trillion. Um, So, most of the details that were out last night were very consistent with media reports in the last several days. So, there are really no surprises. Um, You know, I don't think markets this morning are really rendering a verdict one way or the other as far as it being good or bad. um, And I would hesitate to kind of try to concoct a new macro narrative for the tape to describe the sell-off in the US yesterday and then the the mild futures decline this morning. Um, it you know that just strikes me as, as very, very mild profit taking. That being said, I think that you know investors are are looking at the broader fiscal backdrop um, and tempering some of their enthusiasm for the following reason. So the $1.9 trillion dollar plan put out by Biden last night is going to run into a buzzsaw of opposition not only from Republicans, but also some Democrats. There are still some moderate Democrats left in the Senate. Um, Joe Manchin is obviously the one that that comes up most. There are a couple of others, um, and given the the Democrats only have um, have the smallest possible majority in the Senate, if you lose any of those moderates, um, that obviously could sink legislation, even if you are going to be pursuing reconciliation, um, which only requires a simple majority. So. Um, that is obviously one big factor. Um, you know, the other one is the Senate has a very busy agenda when Biden takes office. So you have to confirm all Biden's cabinet members. You also are going to be having a Trump impeachment trial. So all of that could delay when the Senate will actually sit down and be considering um, this stimulus proposal by a couple of weeks, if not a couple of months. So that's another factor to keep in mind. You know, there is the issue of whether or not markets will start to push back on all of this deficit funded stimulus. So obviously, Biden is already signaling that he will have a a fiscal bonanza that follows Trump's fiscal bonanza, which follows Obama's fiscal bonanza, which follows W's fiscal bonanza. So if you look at the trajectory of the US debt pile, it's surged parabolically um, over the last several administrations, and it looks like that will happen again. We haven't really had um, bond markets push back aggressively on spending really since Clinton in the 90s. Um, and, and there aren't necessarily any indications that it's happening dramatically yet, but that certainly is a concern. As you've seen yields rise over the last several weeks, yields obviously um, could undercut the huge expansion in the S&P multiple that we saw last year, um, and that is in the back of people's minds too. And then finally, this um, $1.9 trillion stimulus proposal is going to be exclusively deficit-funded the next one, this recovery program that's due out in February, is going to include some tax hikes. So that will include some um, revenue offsets to all the spending, and that I think too is is creating some anxiety as far as what those specific tax hikes will be. So for all those reasons, I think you're seeing, um, you know, some of the fiscal enthusiasm get tempered just mildly. Again, the decline this morning and the decline yesterday afternoon—it's um, really nothing to to kind of. Um, to to con- be concerned about. But, like I said, I think the fiscal conversation is more nuanced this morning um than just the kind of unbridled optimism. Other than all the Biden fiscal articles, there's really not much else to talk about. Um, you know you you do have you know this covid pendulum which we've been dealing with now that swings from focusing on the very, very grim near-term backdrop to a lot of vaccine enthusiasm. It, it's swinging a tiny bit back in the direction of, Focusing on the grim near-term backdrop, so you've had, you know, more mitigation announcements out of Europe. Um, you know, China is, is discouraging its people from traveling during the upcoming Lunar New Year. So that that is something that's, um, you know, weighing a little bit on uh, sentiment this morning. The Italian political mess, which has been kind of brewing for the last several days. It's largely being contained. I don't think markets generally can view this as, as kind of a macro overhang like they have in years past. Um, but this is definitely something to watch. There's going to be a confidence vote that next week um that that could possibly kind of make this into a bigger deal than it is right now. So that's being watched closely. And then, you know, just interestingly, you had South Korea's central bank out overnight. They left rates unchanged as was widely expected, but their rhetoric Um, is starting to express more concern about financial excess in markets um, being sowed by central bank actions, Um, more concerned about that than about COVID weighing on economic growth, which is an interesting kind of shift in um, priorities for uh, a central bank. the focus today will be on bank earnings. So JP Morgan will kick things off. They have a press release out usually around 6.45 a.m. And then you have Citi, PNC, and Wells Fargo also all out this morning. You have a couple of economic data points today to keep in mind. Also, Biden is going to be making another announcement today. This one focused on details of his plan to accelerate um, vaccine rollout. Um, I doubt it will be kind of terribly incremental. I think the big news is with this uh, the $1.9 trillion stimulus bill. Um, And that is essentially everything for today. Just quickly looking into next week, keep in mind, US markets are closed on Monday, but you are going to get a lot of Chinese economic data Sunday night, including China Q4 GDP, along with a lot of December figures. Um, And then the big focus will be on earnings. You'll have a bunch of names out next week. I have um, all the previews. I have all details in the piece this morning. Along with an ECB meeting, a BOJ meeting, um, January flash PMIs out, and then you also have Yellen's confirmation hearing, which is due to take place Tuesday the 19th. I think that will be very important too, um, just to provide you know perhaps some more color on how the administration is thinking about stimulus. And then of course we're also waiting on the two big um, COVID vaccine announcements: Johnson Johnson U.S. Phase three. And then Novamax UK Phase 3, both could be out uh, any day at this point. Um, And that is essentially everything for this morning. Thank you for listening.